minute. Crossface. The Daily Talk Show. A conversation sometimes worth recording with Josh Jansen and Tommy Jacket. It's a Daily Talk Show episode 220. That's uh, the Slurpee. Sound of Slurpee. S- hang on, Fat Fridays is no. Is this is the fat. less than one percent sugar for the Slurpee. This would be a great ad if it was an ad, but I just I felt like I needed something before today's show, so I did a quick uh, mission down to Seven Eleven to get a, get a Slurpee. I was I was actually pretty surprised that all four burners were going. All four um, Slurpees, yeah, all four Slurpee flavors were actually working. What, uh, so you've gone the one percent. Sugar, is that the idea? Yeah, 1% sugar, 99% cancer. <laughs> it's probably more than It's likely. fluoro orange. Yeah. It's so full on. But I just thought, like, this is 1% of this whole thing is sugar. But I, but 1% knows? of the syrup, like, I'm sure they're fucking with you. Not I'm sure that the, the – because if you think about it, it's quite um, – getting a lot of slurp action sounds. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> no, but I would assume that there's a lot of um, like the actual amount of syrup that you're getting isn't yeah. that much. Well, if I, if I was pulling a Sarah Wilson, I wouldn't be having it. Yeah, I quit sugar. I haven't quit sugar, so I'm all good. If anything, I've got a little sugar hit for today. Yeah, that's good. A little bit of a buzz, just it, a tiny little tinkle. Yeah. Well, um, how are you feeling after our um, our returns mission? Uh, I'm feeling once it hits my account, yeah, it'll feel good. Well, so bring you up to speed. Everybody, Josh, we purchased something for the the podcast. Yeah, that w- it was on special, and so it was like highly discounted, but still quite expensive. But it was a bargain. I, you even had some uh, reassurance from Richard next door, who said, "Oh, that's cheap." Yeah, that was it. Was a good deal. No, but the the funny thing is, it was at the teething phase of as we're transitioning into the business where. I could still manage to justify it by saying, hey, I'm going to buy this through my business, through yeah. full stack, and then uh, we can transfer it over, blah, blah, which was a great me- mechanism, <laughs> the final mechanism, the final chance I had of buying something yeah. that expensive without pre-approval. And, <laughs> and then today I said, mate, Seeing as we're not using this, do you reckon you could take that back? Do you reckon well, they would accept it if you was, took it back? There was a whole other bit to that, which was over the weekend I saw um, Trevor Long, uh, our mate, EFTM uh, is his podcast. He did a, um article about Rode who have mm. – uh, Rode do like um, microphone, the, you know, our microphones, not these specific ones, but we've got Rode microphones. They do – Awesome Aussie company. Yeah. It's they're, 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 they're like the pioneers of some of the camera, onboard camera microphones. Yeah. Like super easy solutions that are mm. still the really video top quality. Pro yeah. and stuff like that. That's what Casey Neistat uses. Anyway, yeah. they, not to get too technical, but they just released a mixer that has all of this technology integrated into it, which is perfect for live streaming, for podcasting. Yeah, you can take phone calls. We can take... Um, yeah. So you can have my mobile phone, someone calls that, then we Bluetooth that to the mixer. It's so called we, the the Roadcaster if you want to Google it. <laughs> it's pretty much a radio studio for the, for about 800 bucks. Yeah. And cuz I amazing. was I was looking at, I went to the ex, that uh, expo that I was um, in Amsterdam for and there was um there were all these companies doing sort of uh, they call them um, consoles, like mixers mm. or whatever, but none of – they're all for radio. They're not – and they're like tens of thousands of dollars yeah. or at least five grand. So I'd found this solution that was like 2700 bucks, and I was going to put it all together, like do a bit of a hack job where mm. it was a real custom solution yeah. and then Rode over the weekend came <laughs> up with this. 
And so, so, so I said, you should should you try and do you reckon you can even because it's been like three weeks, mm. and you, there was a bit of pushback, but I totally pushed through it because I knew what the pushback is. Yeah. The pushback is people who don't want to return shit because it makes them feel a bit uncomfortable because you have to engage in this. There's a chance that they won't. Mm. There's this awkward conversation about why you want to return it and then there's potentially some bullshit you're going to spin if it, like if they've got some policies around it, even if you just aren't going to use it. And so you, you did the first thing which is, oh, look at their website. And I just wanted you to call straight up to yeah. see if they would. But it turns out they had a 30-day money-back guarantee policy. Yeah, genius. So, so, so you, you've got your money back. Well, it hasn't hit the the account yet, but, but it, you, it was you, huge. You're one console down. So if they yeah. if they don't give you money yeah, back, exactly. they've, 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 they've robbed ripped you. me off. But no, it was, it was a very good lesson. Maybe part of it was because on, on the weekend on Sunday, mm. I had gnocchi. And it was um, so delayed that they gave it to me on the house. Maybe all of these things have sort of – I didn't even have to ask for that. Yeah. So maybe it was giving me the confidence to be a, a customer that sort of – it wasn't even a complaint. But yeah. Well, um, we've talked about people using like Afterpay and and Michelle wrote us a, a really interesting email mm. about people in the UK doing this where – they're getting stuff sent to them. They'll check it and then send it back. Or, sorry, they'll wear it to an event, make sure it's clean, and then send it back. So there's this, there's a there's a big issue. Amy had done it a couple of times just because she wanted to visually see from an online store what the garment looked like, and then she sent the garment back. But that's that's like there's still it's not like going into the store. Like we yeah. bought some shoes for Bodhi. Amy bought some shoes for Bodhi on the weekend, these cute little things. Um, they're like little sandals. And Bodhi's got a fat, fat foot. He's got the biggest foot. It's like two centimetres longer than his, um, than his cousin's foot. So my brother's daughter. But also and she's a year older. Fat. And it's Wide. fat. Yeah, he's a big fat-footed yeah. freak. <laughs> he, he'll probably end up being uh, what I like to call the New Balance Club. Oh, yeah. Hopefully just, not. <laughs> just, well, I wear New Balance because I was actually – no joke. I was in a, um, a CVS supermarket mm. uh, washing my hands and a guy said uh, this uh, – this old dude who would have been probably uh, not that old, maybe in his 60s mm. or, or something, him and I were having a great convo about how great New Balance – he saw my New Balance shoes. Good good banter. Yeah, and he, and he was – and we were talking about how great it is for wide feet and he said was, it was the only the, shoe that he you, could wear. You did the wide foot handshake as well. well done, <laughs> bring it in here. Bring it in here. You're one of the one of the crew. But, yeah, Bodie bought the – we bought the shoes and he wore them cahooning around the house for a while and they cut into his foot. And um, we, Amy said to my mum, can you take these back because Southland was closed when we realised that his foot was too wide and we got the original size, mm-hmm. not the wide foot size. I, I would actually be up for returning if I outsourced it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, how, so your mum said, yeah, sure. Yeah, and she went back and got them. But this is – so you, there's a high chance of something you're wearing in a shop has been returned or worn mm. by someone, some little snotty kid – or, you know, an, an adult that's just worn something and taken it back. So there is something weird about it. I always think about what people do with the thing when, mm-hmm. when it goes back. Like this, what do you think they're going to do with this piece of audio equipment that you've I guess sent they'll put it, I don't know what they'll do. I guess that they would probably sell it as a um, open box at a reduced price. I got it on sale anyway. So I feel like they're just going to sell it at what the sale price was. Yeah. That'd be my guess. What about like... 
those mattress companies that do the 100-day return. Surely they're banking on just people. No, I know what they actually do. Uh, send them to charities. Oh, that's good. That's the whole, like, I think it was Casper or one of them. That's the, is it Casper or is Casper the Yeah, Casper was, no, Casper was a, yeah. might still be. One of them, they, um, their whole thing is if you don't like it, they'll ship it to a, like a charity center type of thing. Fuck yeah. But the, um, I have actually returned stuff before. I don't know, uh, this would have been uh, pre us starting the podcast, but I was getting into Mr. Porter. Mm. Do you remember Clothing. this in my friend in our friendship? Me uh, getting into Mr. Porter, mate. You've had that many parcels arrive. You had one with about seventy books arrive today. I'm looking yeah. over the stacks as long as my it's arm. Growing. You've got a very chody arm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I um. But so so my point being is you've had a lot of a lot of parcels arrive. Well, there's been a lot of anxiety around. Is my parcel coming today? Have I got my thing? Have I got my new t-shirts? Have I got my new socks? So which one is it? Is no, it just one of them? No. So it's similar. No, Mr. Porter. I actually am not bad at all. I I know a a guy who every day would have packages. Mate, there's always someone that takes more heroin than you. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. No, but the so Mr. Porter. What I was always. I remember Bree got me some socks from Mr. Porter one year for Christmas, and yeah. a Doctor Who. So Doctor Who, no, Mister Who, no. What's the What's the Doctor Who? No, Doctor Zeus. Doctor Zeus. No, nah. It's It's not what I'm even thinking. Doctor Phil. What, what's that? What's that uh, board game where you'd put up? Guess who? Guess who? Yeah, it's not Guess Who. I thought Guess Who, but yeah. then when I realised, I was thinking of what's the mystery one where it's like, ah, oh, there's a spoon and a ah oh, Cluedo. Cluedo. So Brie... How the fuck do I know this shit? I don't know. But Brie got me like an old school version of Cluedo through Mr. Porter and it came in this like beautiful box Mm. and it had Joshua Jansen written on like fucking really nice like calligraphy Mm. and you open it up and it's all wrapped. It was really beautiful. And then so I start... They they do a thing every year where it's like if you spend over 300 bucks, you get free delivery. Yeah. So I just... uh, That was my phase where if you saw me always wearing... Saturday's New York City T-shirts. Mm. That was all for from oh, that. Okay, yeah, yeah. But my point is, what's, what's happened to those? I'll take those off hands if you don't want to wear them. Yeah, I've, they're currently just sitting in a bag. So I've got I, to do I'll some, wear them, bro. Yeah, but they're pretty. Like, what's I'm, wrong with uh, it? No, there's nothing wrong with them. I'm just thinking, like, I, it's probably better giving them to you than not doing anything with them at all. Yeah, <laughs> I've got to work out. Yeah, because that whole thing where it's like each T-shirt was like sixty bucks at yeah. least. But you did. You really. Really gave it a good crack. You're wearing those Saturdays. You had people trolling you. Yeah. Oh, you're wearing this Saturday on YouTube. T-shirt. If you go to youtube.com forward slash Josh Jansen, every video I'm wearing a different Saturdays New York City, <laughs> yeah. which I got self conscious. So now I have no branding. Which um, people would just think you're wearing the same thing every day. Which and I that'd am. be correct. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. No, but uh, the good thing about Mr. Porter, even though they're based in the UK, yeah. they would do free returns and they'll give you a DHL slip That's to send good. it back. That's pretty good. I mean, they're banking on people not wanting, not doing this stuff, right? Or, or at least not every client doing this. Yeah. Oh, I definitely. I wanted to say when I was at the um, sound shop that we're returning this um, piece of gear at, I wanted to say oh, I don't normally return stuff, <laughs> but I just felt like it was a justification I didn't need to say. It's but it, my my observation was around just the 
consumer psychology, like someone who is purchased something and just like all the things that go through your mind yeah. around the purchasing process, the justification, then into the returns, how you start thinking about the returns. It's fascinating. This is why it's so dangerous. Yeah. This is why people are addicted to shopping online. Talking about addicted in this afterpay thing, can you? Ex- I've never done afterpay. Yeah. What is the actual process? Do they? Is it a hit on your credit score? Like, is it like taking out a mini loan or something? Or no? Yeah, I, I'm not a hundred percent. What sure. details? So, do hang you on. Need? So, it says you can own this for ten dollars a week, and then so at the checkout you can pay with afterpay. So it would be using a line of credit. Yeah, and so on my bank statement, I've seen afterpay a week later, afterpay a week later, afterpay. So it is you're paying. Or they're, they're debiting or you're paying into Afterpay down the amount that they've for Yeah, so it is a, it's a line of credit. And so if you lapsed on your Afterpay payments, it would affect your credit score 100%. Um, Mr. 97, can you just double check that? Does it affect you? Like, because this will be super bad. This would be affecting a lot of young people who, who have already bad credit scores. Do you have the, the – have you used the get your credit score – Thing. Yeah, used it and then they just don't stop emailing me. Really? I've no, got, I check every month. I like it. I like it as a bit of a thing. It's, I haven't worked it, out. It's um, a weird thing. Like, I mean, what are you are you comparing against yourself yeah, or others? Well, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, what like it's not What's like your we're credit all, score, bro. No, but I um I fluctuate between good and very good. Yeah. And the good months, I'm like, what have I done different? Like, it doesn't completely make sense. And what have you? Worked I haven't out worked anything? out what it is. Because well, I don't even have, um, yeah, I don't know. Like it's you're paying the phone bills on time. Well, you need debt to build your credit score, right? So it's like, or like phone bills, yeah, build well, the, your credit score. The weird thing is that the advice in like that the US books, like financial books will give you is so different to the Australian ones because in the US, it really pays to have credit cards. Yeah. And so... Um, Ramit Sethi's book, um, I'll Teach You How to Be Rich, I think it's called. Mm. Um, he talks about like the whole plan, your financial like freedom type of plan and it involves getting like 10 credit cards. Jesus. What's the answer? Hey, come over here, Mason. Yeah, uh, um, Mr. Sorry, 97 is going to just come over here. Uh, yeah, what, what is the afterpay credit stuff? Um, yeah, so afterpay reserves the right to perform credit checks and to report neg- negative activity on your account. To credit unions and bureaus. So it is a line of credit because they can affect. But whether they're doing it or not, because that doesn't make it clear that they are doing it. Well, they're paying for the thing. So you get to purchase an item. So they're doing like flights now. So holidays on Afterpay. Mm, And I saw one other one popped up. My brother's actually got shares in Afterpay. Got in quite early. Really? Does he have to pay a monthly? Like, is he afterpay the afterpay? <laughs> afterpay. Yeah, yeah, they're afterpaying their um, capital raising. Yeah. I saw a guy go hard on them on LinkedIn and it was actually a dude I went to primary school with and he's got a business <clears throat> and he sells dog food. And so it's a bit more um, – he sells it and it's like really sustainable packaging and all this stuff. So his whole take on it was like um, it made sense. What I'm saying is it made sense the sort of attack he 
chose and the, the path he went down in commenting on this post that said Afterpay has just see, um, sealed their you know next um, round of funding at you know a hundred million dollars or some mm-hmm. ridiculous thing to go global, and he was like going so hard on them. How does like, Afterpay make money? I wonder. That's probably to his point because if everyone it's relying on people missing payments. Uh, that too, but there would be also a f- there would be a fee on. Is the- there though? Yes, Mason. <laughs> Mr. 97. Oh, okay, okay. They charge, charge the retailers. Makes okay. total sense. Yeah. But the I saw that PayPal even has their own version. Yeah. So you can um, – I, I was going to buy something the other day and I saw it saying, yeah. oh, we, we can do it as smaller it, payments. It's, it is contributing to the <laughs> consumer yeah, um, economy of just kids being in debt. And yeah. that's what this guy was saying on LinkedIn. He's like, yeah, um, way to celebrate, um, you know, driving young people deeper into debt. Yeah. And I was like, geez. Is the uh, – He have, missed out on the shares. <laughs> <laughs> have, have you ever done the lay-by thing? Have you ever lay-bied anything in your life? I, I just remember lay-by being connected with toys. Big as W? A kid. Yeah, Toys R Us. Um, toys Glen R- Huntley yeah. Road was the toy shop I would frequent and I remember um, just like – being on like going in sort of chipping away at like something that I wanted to buy, but you don't get it until you actually pay off the lay by, right? Yeah. So this is the difference. This is lay by so in store, reverse. But it seems like they've they've got to store the thing, like because Big W yeah. physically take it off the shelf and put it back somewhere. Yeah. It's it's completely ridiculous. It actually makes sense. The afterpay. It's the lay by in reverse. Yeah. We'll give you the item. You're just locked into paying, so yeah. you can't fuck up. And if you do. It'll end up really badly. Do you know what blew my mind the other day? Like probably Wednesday last week, I wanted to. Someone had recommended a book, and there was um, it was a pretty rare book, and I had to order it overseas. Anyway, it was like a forty dollar book, which is sort of like higher end mm. of books. Like if you say uh, small, low range would be fifteen dollars, twenty five to thirty dollars would be standard, forty five. Mm. Plus is sort of middle range, getting on expensive. A hundred dollar plus is sort of your uh, textbook slash coffee table book. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so this was like forty five bucks, and then I had this revelation: the fucking library. <laughs> you could have gone and borrowed it. Well, yeah, yeah, true. Have when you? We, yeah, you can ask the same thing. When things, was the last time you went to a library? I can't. I can't even. Uh, actually, I I do know. I was doing when I was working at Invato, and I was working on a minimum viable product for Invato photos, which was going to be like the Uber for photography. I remember this. Yeah, and I was the I was the lead photographer, so I was like on secondment, and was working with Cyan, um, who's the founder of Invato yeah. and a mate of mine, and she would basically. There was a group of four of us working on this minimum viable product. And so, Mm. when someone would order um, photos to be done, I would actually go out and take some of the photos to see like what the experience was like. And uh, our friend um, Joe, who works at Invado, actually got a um, uh, photos done and I went to the the, the library and took some like like, um, of her kid like – Looking like reading books and shit. Oh, that's cool. So um, that was the last time. I tell you, who's uh, quite a frequenter to the library? B Mac. 
Really? Who listens to this show. He loves it. I've seen him in the library plenty of times. What do you mean you've seen him in the library? Oh, because he posts about it. It's basically the buying a book at the airport to virtue signal that you're doing good shit. Is is that a thing? Is the... (laughs) (laughs) I I actually think that I'd have the same problem. If I went to the library, I'd be spending a lot of time Instagramming it. I went to go to the library, so down in Cheltenham where my parents live. There's like uh, the Bo Morris Library near the high school that I actually went to. And I went and it was fucking closed. <laughs> so that was only probably four, th- three months ago. Yeah. I reckon while you were overseas, I went there because I just needed to get some work done. I wanted some internet. I wanted some peace and quiet. Closed. Was it good internet? Well, yeah, that's what I've heard. There is, I know St Kilda um, Town Hall, just near where I live, there's the St Kilda Library across the road. Mm-hmm. And you see all these people sort of sitting outside, like right up against the wall. They're all taking the the Wi-Fi backpackers, Deliveroo drivers. I had a mate of mine who um, he said that he was going to break up with his girlfriend. He hadn't yet. I said, "What's the deal? What's going?" Like you keep saying that you're broken up, but you're yeah, still yeah. hanging out. He said, "Oh, I'm I'm just going to her house because she has NBN." <laughs> <laughs> and I just don't I don't buy that as an excuse <laughs> when you've got. Things Dude, like if you don't have internet, the library, but oh, yeah, I guess that's another option. But then there's no chance of actually getting a uh, a bit of special cuddles special on the cuddles side as at well the, at the library. You don't get special cuddles at the library. Yeah, but I get <laughs> I, that's my point. It's clearly not just the NBN. Yeah, it's about the special cuddles. It's not about the NBN. The NBN's nothing to brag about. That's the t- only time that the NBN's actually been used as a <laughs> some sort of positive <laughs> excuse for something. It's like, oh, I had to go for the NBN. You know that great scheme <laughs> that the Australian government's rolled out? Oh, man. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah, the, I, when I was thinking about the library, uh, I th- must have mentioned it to mum and she said, oh, you could um, – the library in Roville's uh, actually just around the corner. You could go there. Yeah. And I had a realisation of the asshole that I am or have become. <laughs> I've got a real prejudice to – like I'm a little bit embarrassed about the suburb that I'm living in at the moment and I shouldn't be. Mm. And It shouldn't be. We drove past and we made comment. There was a guy fishing in the lake. There was, re- was um, nice. lakeside properties that – were ec- that they were amazing. Well, uh, here's a couple of, and this is just shows how much. Like this is me being very honest yes. about how much of a wanker I can be. I realised that I didn't want to go to the library because I didn't want to get the be the Roville like library card. Like I just didn't wasn't <laughs> ready for that commitment. But not only that, I realised I caught up with a friend last night. And I've worked out every time I tell people, like they're like, oh, what are you doing mm. now that you're back? I say, oh, I was house-sitting in – I always lead with I was house-sitting yeah. in Richmond and now I'm only in Roeville for a few weeks. Yeah. No, I get it. I think there's an identity wrapped up in all of this stuff. Isn't like it fucked li- up? Like living it back at home. There's, I mean, you could f- easily feel – like, you know, I know you, I think your situation is different. So you should, what I would do, because I would feel of a similar nature, but just leverage the fact that you've just got back. It's only be- temporary. But we shouldn't have to justify it. That's my yeah, point. Yeah, like, I know. But, but you just don't want to be like, hey, there. I'm not like, this isn't permanent for me. But I, I get that it's also like. Because you're worrying about their judgment on you going, no, oh, he's moved back home. I'm with judging parents. myself, I think, in that moment. But do, do we judge ourselves based on what we think of others. Not saying you always think no, about people no, living at home. Yeah, maybe. No, but it's not living at home. Maybe it's the maybe it's the idea that if you are living in a certain suburb, you think mm. a certain way or that you 
Um, I, I tell you right now, I grew up in one of the best suburbs in Melbourne. And no, it's the it's anti. A, no, it's, it's the a, anti. You grow up and like you kind of hush about the fact that you grew up in Brighton. Yeah. Because people are like, oh, Brighton, they're fancy. Yeah. And so you kind of like, you want to be a bit ratier. Yeah. You want to, you know, be from the outer So what birds. would you say? St Kilda East? Um, Gardenvale <laughs> was a good Gardenvale. one. Gardenvale. Because the suburb I grew up in was Gardenvale mm-hmm. and it ch- and Brighton pushed its postcode out further. But so it should we be pe- fine. We came Brighton. But it's, it's sh- the opposite. You're from the burbs. Yeah. You want to be from the hoity-toity suburbs. I grew up in the hoity-toity suburbs. Yeah, to I want to be down. from the burbs. It's not that I, it's not even the hoity-toity suburbs. I just want to be a little bit more in this. I'd probably, probably be okay with Doncaster or mm. even going, I think I want an extreme. I feel like Roeville is in the middle. Mm. I'll take Yarra Valley, like around there, one of those suburbs. Yeah. Or inner city. I don't like that. The middle ground is making me uncomfortable. Yeah. Which I understand it's fucked, but it was even uh, with my Vic, because uh, my Vic Roads license expired while we were away. Yeah. And we've got the driver's license. Yeah. What did I say? Vic Roads. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, driver's for license. International people. I got, uh, so when it came to signing up, I kept my old address. With the idea that I've got a PO box set up, PO box four hundred Abbotsford, Victoria three zero six seven. If you'd like to send us something, yeah. um, so that it would forward to my PO box, so I wouldn't necessarily have to get Roville on my driver's license. <laughs> so funny! It's bad though, isn't it? Like it is. Like I, I'm recognizing here right now that it's a bit fucked up, and I think that it's no judgment on people who are living in the outer suburbs. It is more to do with maybe, yeah, I don't know. It's Man, me. It's I me. saw the like being at your mum's place. Mm. It's got a pool. Mm. It's got a nice garden. Yeah. It's got a spa. It's a rental. It's like, mate, I could fucking move out there. Yeah. Like I think about this for Bodhi. It's, it's got the, there's an yeah. There's definitely an appeal, and I, I can definitely like we had a we did our show uh, yeah from uh, Stud Park, which was a great app. Well, any like if we rented that your mum's house in one of these sub in a suburb, yeah. it'd be like I, two grand a week. Yeah, it'd be <laughs> it's crazy. ridiculous. Yeah, and so I, I get that, but I just thought it was an interesting observation of how we um judge ourselves 100% I think it's okay I don't think it's that impactful on other people it says more about what your thinking is but that's okay like this is what you're trying to do you're trying to change it yeah. when I was at Fonda at Knox Ozone which is close by oh one of the God. shopping centers now I'm now I'm judging <laughs> <laughs> no we we went there for uh for dinner one night and um Bree and I were seated next to a couple uh, a couple who were on their first date Cute. And so I couldn't talk to Brie. Like Brie and I were just sitting there staring <laughs> yeah. at each other. And listening. Yeah. Well, Brie said, she's like, oh, I guess we've, we're just quiet. We're just looking at each other. And she said, well, I guess we've been together for a while. I said, no, it's not that. It's more that I just can't do two things at once. Because I'm, I'm, I'm trying listening to, listen. to the convo. And the, and the guy said, he was apparently from Hawthorne. And he said to the girl, oh, so what's it like living in Endeavour Hills? That was one of his questions. Really? So it's I'm not the only one who has a little bit of pushback, but I hope that I at least have some form of um, self-awareness that I know it's a little bit fucked up. Yeah. It's, it is a weird one. I remember going on a few dates with girls from the outer suburbs and there was a bit of that. I probably have asked that question. <laughs> Just tell me what's it like growing <laughs> up in uh, Nary Warren. <laughs> no, I, I get it. Poor bastard. But <laughs> Poor bastard being which one? Poor bastard, as in the guy that's asking oh, those dumb questions. Yeah. 
The um, you were you were mentioning about uh, people posting on social when they're away. Or oh, so I've, there's this one person in my feed. I won't say their name. It's the one time I won't actually say their name. Their first I'm, name? No, I won't even say their first name. Okay. I'm going to leave them anonymous. But I constantly am like... Can I just say I've got some new active shorts on and I think that my current stance is maybe a little bit If much. you weren't wearing underwear, your nuts would definitely be slipping But I just had someone walk past and did a double take. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've sort of got my leg up. Maybe we could get a photo. Do you want to get a photo and we'll post it on yeah, Instagram? There's a, of there's a lot of cocked leg action. <laughs> cocked leg, to be clear. Cock- <laughs> um, a lot of cocked leg. Yeah, but this one person on my on my feed is always posting. And I, I, I know what she's doing. She's posting photos of like her in LA, but it's always like, and I get this vibe that it's not, there's never like throwback, this was so much fun. It's like very purposefully posting things that are making her seem like she is in LA. Yeah. And I was thinking it it's definitely happens a lot. Social media, there's that person that's sort of like posting to pretend like you're somewhere. I even got a vibe of it when I was over, when I got back and there was a week to go before the podcast before stuff, our yeah. content from the podcast ran out, yeah. which wouldn't have made sense. It's always – I actually find it more obvious when it's Fiji because like no one's in Fiji for more than fucking two weeks. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Who like – if anyone ever says to if if you were like oh where are you off just like oh Fiji going there for a month yeah could you imagine Fiji for a month that's one of those I feel like unless you were a baller and that was like you had a place and you're just like I'm doing deep work and I'm like that's a Fiji four 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 weeks is a long time how, how long do you spend in Fiji uh, I reckon. If you say 10 days, some people lot. will say that's a lot. 14 days and and you would have to have some form of justification of um, we've got kids or we're doing a lot of island hopping. Or but I just want a holiday and relax or no, it just actually That's too long to – I think you'd get bored. In one place. Yeah. I think you'd probably – fuck, why am I sounding like such an asshole? this I know. Episode? I was painting you into uh, yeah. a corner there. Um, so, you're, so you're saying just being on the beach no, for two weeks fi- and having not much on and buffet uh, no, breakfast every morning? Sounds beautiful. Five <laughs> days is good. Though. Five days. It's – I, all I can say is it's the same for Vegas. You can't be in Vegas for too yeah. long because you can only take so many drugs. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Before your nose falls off yeah. and then you got to go. <laughs> or you waste all your money. So uh, get kidnapped. So what's what's the most the, the obvious signs that someone's posting retrospectively? Bringing into their stories, pulling out um, photos from ages ago and actually loading it in as a story yeah. so, that, so it acts as if – they're in, but they give it, this one person gives it away every time that they then post something in Melbourne, yeah. and it's like, see, there's a there's a slight, it's not manipulation, but they they're playing, they're playing into people thinking that they aren't that they're maybe a bit bigger. It's maybe the fake it till you make it. Yeah, I'm sort of look at me, I'm worldly, but then I'm back in Melbourne. Mm. And so, is it like me only posting when I'm in Collingwood? Is <laughs> 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 it got a, bit, a little bit of it's that? So vibe? true. <laughs> You know what? Go for a walk in the burbs. Yeah. Get a nice photo of burb life. Yeah, maybe I'll embrace it. Maybe tonight I'll do a heap of content around Roval. If you can just, be bothered. Yeah, because I feel like my current strategy would be removing any metadata so people <laughs> don't, don't know my geotag. It's even the, the shocking thing when you've taken a photo in Melbourne but you're back at your reality <laughs> and you go to post on Instagram and it's like Roville, Victoria is like the number one geo. Yeah, yeah. Um, and nearly accidentally pressing that. I, I want you to at some point put up a photo 
just of burb life, something that explains. I mean, we we kind of did it on Friday, eating Donut King. That was on a Friday and night. I had a full neck beard on that day too. It was you pretty. Did, your beard's looking much better. Thank you. But get some it. get some suburban content into into my feed, please. No, I can I can do that. And <laughs> sorry if I sound like an asshole, everyone. I'm not <laughs> like I don't actually feel these these ways too much. Um, Michelle, she sent us through an email. Was this about uh, Mister Ninety Seven? <laughs> yeah. Mr. 97. Mr. 97, have you actually thought about oh, here we go. the man that you want to be? Uh, yeah. I want to be guy, that guy. I want to be who the guy that he's, he's forgotten about. Let's let's finish the show. What did what did what did Michelle say? And then So Michelle um, wrote through and says, um, in in quotation marks, I want to be the guy that guy who uh, doesn't know what guy he wants to be. You know, there's a certain amount of okayness about that. Said that's, what, Michelle. that's what Michelle said. No, I get that. No, it's very sort of like, it's very honest. Hey, he's actually more honest and sort of happier with himself than I am being yeah. in the suburbs, apparently. So, Mr. 97. Okay, uh, I'm giving you the mic. Finishing, and- finishing this sentence. Um, I want to be. Oh, beads of sweat dropping, dripping down his okay, forehead. Okay, I want to be the guy that. Can you put the mic closer to him, please? I want to be the guy that – actually, say the again. full sentence. I want, I want to be the guy that – It's going to be a while. That's all right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not, not that long. <laughs> I want to be the Mate, guy it's that, hard on yeah, the go. spot. Ready? So you just got to do it. Improv. Three, two, one. I want to be the guy that – what's the first thing that comes to mind? Nothing. <laughs> um, anything. Oh. I want to be the guy that. I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I literally have no idea. This is. I'm so sorry. He's had a whole weekend. Um, <laughs> That's it. <laughs> is that really? That's it. We'll give him uh, another week. No, I think he's got something. He, yeah, he does, but he has to obviously think about things like <laughs> the one area that you want to self improve at the moment. Um, we're, I, we're, we're hooking this through the next day. Next no, time you're in, no, might not be tomorrow. We've already hooked it four times. <laughs> Surely Mr. 97 has something. Have you got anything? Just really quickly. It could be so... Okay, here we oh, go. Oh, one. this is great. We got one. Yep. Okay. All right. Um, I want to be the guy that's a bit more socially confident. There you go. A bit more oh, charismatic. That's, that's really good. He got, he got vulnerable. That's really vulnerable. That's really good. I can relate too. Yeah. It's not the funny out that I was hoping for. He wants to be more like Tommy. Everyone wants he's, to be. He's worked out a way to say I want to be Tommy. Yeah. It's without the, saying I want to be Tommy. It's it's all the it's the hair, everyone. It's the Daily Talk Show. Hi, the Daily Talk Show.com if you want to send us an email or PO Box four hundred Abbotsford, Victoria three zero six seven if you want to actually send us something. People just fell in love with Mason. <laughs> Mr. 97. Have a good one, guys.